That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Listen up now, don't get too far. You tuned in to hear some stories told by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! <laughs> wait, just wait. Hello. Hello. We're back. Again. Again. <laughs> That's KC. For the 37th. Time? Yes, that's what my notes yes. say. 37. I remembered. Mm-mm. 37. Uh, and this week is true crime. Yeah. Thank God. Because <laughs> that's what I had. Cause so you, you pause and gave me a look it, and I go, oh, no. If it wasn't true crime, we're doing true crime today. <laughs> true crime. It doesn't freaking matter what it's supposed to be. <laughs> we both have true crime, so <laughs> it's true crime today. Good, 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 good. Oh, we had our NLV chat. True crime, paranormal. So this week's para- true crime. Whoops. Um, uh-huh. Where well, that's Casey. I'm Hillary Holt. And I'm Hillary Batliner. And it's the, uh, the Kansas City, uh-huh. <laughs> Missouri, Kansas, <laughs> surrounding areas. This is more fun to watch you start than <laughs> trying to help you. <laughs> what, do, what do we say every episode? I can't remember. Um, I slash either state, whatever we find, because we can't. Deal with it. Mm. Mm. If you don't know, now you know. Yep. Um, yep. Um, I was going to say, should we start? Uh, about how the live show live show yeah that was my note totally forgot what the fuck it was called it was good live show that's what it's called yeah oh dear god my head yeah today uh yeah it was fun it was fun it was weird i got good feedback from friends that went and they were like yeah Yeah. it was really good and i was like (laughs) 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 but tell me more tell me why i want to know tell me why i know Um, oh yeah it was fun though yeah, it was fun. It was just very weird. I was like, yeah. not used to having, well, one, having you talk that fast. Yeah. And like tell a story yeah. that quickly. And like, just I don't feel like, like we could really get into it and kind of yeah. talk about it more. So I think like an hour long show would be obviously yeah. much, much better, but it was still a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. The other yeah, acts they, and everything were hilarious too. Mm-hmm. So it was good. We gave them, we gave them a little taste and some people want more. <laughs> hmm. Gave him just the tip. Just the tip. Damn it. I didn't bring that up. There's a lot of stuff that we talked about beforehand. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, we got to mention this. got to mention this. We just got out there. And we were like, nope. Oh, we yeah. We just didn't do any of it. And I was just like, yeah. I totally forgot about it until afterwards. I was like, oh, I was going to mention that. Son of a bitch. But mention what? I don't, I don't even remember right now. But there was like oh. a couple things that we talked about like backstage. Oh, yeah. And we were like, oh, that'd be funny. Like, we should talk about oh, that. Oh, my and then, shoes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, oh, that's I'm going right. to Your shoes. Now. Like, okay. But we just, we but just, we sat, just sat, sat down. Yep. Like, we got to get into this. We don't, there's no time. There's no time. <laughs> there's no time. No time for chit chat. Mm-mm. No time for the chitting and the chatting. So we just chatted. No, a little chitted. There was a hair in my microphone, so I was trying to pick it out. Sorry. Mm. That's right. Um, still there. And then, yeah, we got to record it, and I listened to it, and it was actually... Was it good? good. Yeah. It was yes. actually louder than I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah. So well, that's good. Yeah, we, like, laughed or did yeah. something at one point, and the entire thing was blue. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's going to be fun yeah, to so listen to, to like, later. turn it, it, the game down oh, as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to... Yeah. So... 
uh, we're not going to say the stories that we did because you can go listen to the episode. Yeah. Well, you'll listen to that. You can listen to that episode before you can listen to this episode. Well, there you go. So if you uh, didn't catch that, go well, back. What are you doing? <laughs> you freaking weirdos. You freaking. You skipping episodes all of a sudden? What the hell? Jeez. But maybe they're like OCD and they only have to listen to even episodes or odd episodes. You never know. Well, that's. I guess that really wouldn't make sense anyway, because it's still just a live show. show. Live show. Yeah, it's a live show. It's its own number. It's its own thing. It'll be its own thing. It's part of it. Part of it. We'll do other things. Yeah, I want to do a live show again. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Get our own. Yeah, I think now that we've got like a taste for it. Yeah, I think we would have more of an idea of what the hell. is gonna happen. Figuring out the date and stuff. Like I feel like a Thursday works. It works for me. Yeah. And getting other people to come it works on Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah, you can probably do one at Comedy City for sure too. Mm, that'd be fun. Figure out different with, figure out different things. Thanks and make some money. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, we could, we could. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what else? What else? Anything else for you? Okay, what else? Okay, what else? Um, I found out today that Uh like the FBI has a Citizens Academy. What? Yeah, because someone was talking. Because Dan, our owner. Uh, Spokes, mm-hmm. who's also owner at uh, one of the part owners at Comedy City, because mm-hmm. um, he apparently he was a part of it or is a part of it now. Part uh, like of a, it. an alumni <laughs> of it, and then he nominated a girl that comes in all the time. I want to say it's Amanda. Okay, I think I know. I just I know she has a cool bag, but you can't oh. get it anymore. Cool like, bag, lady. Yeah, it was a really cool bag, and then she's like, "Oh, but they don't sell it anymore." Dang it. I take my compliment back. <laughs> Are you sure you can't find it somewhere online? I uh, probably find it on like eBay or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were talking about it because like, I was, of course, like doing stuff and I was getting like tidbits they were talking about, uh, like kind of like forensic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, what were you talking about earlier? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, the FBI Citizens Academy. I go, what? Tell yeah, me what more. Is that? Uh, so I copied it. Um, apparently, you can be nominated. I think you can apply as well, but you can be nominated. Someone can nominate you. Um, so from the FBI website part, uh, it says our Citizens Academy programs are engaging, are engaging six to eight week programs that give business, religious, civic, and community leaders an inside look at the FBI. Classes meet in the evening. Uh, the FBI field offices around the country. So the uh, one mm-hmm. at, uh, um, uh, what's that, Summit or whatever, mm-hmm. up there on the hill. Yep. Uh, the mission of the FBI Citizens Academies is to foster a greater understanding of the role of federal law enforcement in the community through frank discussion and education. Candidates are nominated by FBI employees, former uh, Citizens Academy graduates, and community leaders. Participants are selected by the special agent in charge of the local FBI field office. So how was he a part of it then, and originally? I don't know. He probably got Dan knows a lot of people. He's been around. <laughs> he knows some names. He's been around. He's right. been around. All right. Well, yeah, that'd be freaking cool. But I was just like, what? Like, it only happen every spring and fall. Is it? It's just to, like, like training, or kind what? of. It's know. just That's yeah, weird. or how to talk about the FBI like in the community. We mm-hmm. also get to go out to like their shooting range thing, the FBI and like, mm-hmm. shoot guns. Ooh, that's cool. but you get to go up to the FBI because there's like two ladies that come in. They haven't come in yet when I was there. Mm-hmm. When I've been there, but they come in probably because they come in after they get off at like four thirty or something, and mm-hmm. I'm not there. Uh, but from the FBI, I was there one day when they came in. 
and Eric was working. He like mentioned it, and then they left. I was like, come back. <laughs> and then can <laughs> yeah. So that is a full, cool thing that nice. I found out today. It is really cool. And then <sighs> I'm just warning everyone now. I'm gonna be yawning throughout this. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, because huh, I'm, I'm Casey exhausted. Thanks. Oh, hey, Casey. Thanks. Did I give you yours back? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, we also have Casey. Thanks. Uh, Casey, this is the first episode you're listening to i almost forgot it during yeah. the live show too so um i did too it's so you're like what are you i was like oh yeah wait what am i yeah, and that's what i forgot to mention was a joke of mine is because i had the the uh blackberry mead but uh-huh. it was like the last of it and i meant to say if you want some sorry about it yeah i'm sorry about it but not sorry um so mine is this uh cold brew it's by domain domain Domain. Domain brew. It's Domain brew. Domain brew. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cold brew. So if you're familiar with what cold brew is, good for you. If not, if Google not, it. If not, good for you and your man bun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but basically, basically yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't know, it's just um, cough coffee. But also, we can Google it. But it's cold coffee. Cold brew. So it's a little it's bit like press. Kind yeah, of something. it's special. I yeah. don't know. I think that's higher caffeine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's we like, have di- I can't we have remember. to dilute it with um, water. Yeah, I can't remember what the. Isn't there like a certain percentage, like higher um, caffeine? I don't know. No. Maybe it just depends on the cold brew. But Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, so so don't got... just go walk up to some place and get a cold brew, everyone, yeah. thinking that it's going to be an iced coffee. It is not an iced coffee. No. It is an iced coffee. It is. But not but just coffee. But it's like espresso on crack. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, because we have to, because we get our, really cool. all of our coffee at Spokes is messenger coffee. And oh, we okay. get, because um, we have like a spoke, our own blend of coffee, but then mm-hmm. we also have the cold brew, which comes in. We have that, when we make it, then we have, we pour it in a pitcher, and then we have to also pour in an equal amount of mm. water mm-hmm. to dilute it. So people it's don't die. Strong, and no one has a heart attack. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so it's cold brew. Uh, I actually had like a regular one this morning. I grabbed like two last night when I was at mm-hmm. IV. Uh, and this is the orange blossom, which the flavor in there makes it mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, palatable, uh-huh. I guess, yeah. than the regular um. one. Because I was like, oh, I need something in here. Oh. There's no sugar added, just oh. so you know. So no sugar added, like 12 ounces. Pure. Yeah, this mm. one. But the orange blossom is not that bad. That's good. Um, <laughs> a little dippy. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's very um, floral. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Uh, but it's by from the makers of All They Correct, which if you, that's, what's that, Maine and Westport Road? Right mm-hmm. on the corner there. Yeah, across from the drugstore. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not an actual drugstore. It's a studio. Yeah. Spots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says on the back, light, sweet, and floral. <laughs> All the things are just Oh, said. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this recipe combines our single original origin cold brew coffee with essence of the highest quality orange blossoms to create a unique and altogether alluring brew it's springtime in a bottle hashtag your domain uh, domaincoldbrew.com at domain cold brew crafted in kansas city domain ingredients uh water coffee and orange blossoms because well, it's pretty fucking simple. On the uh, just plain one I had this morning, just said uh, water and coffee. <laughs> All right, and then yeah, no calories, zero calories. Nice, good. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing is in here except for caffeine. Woo, yeah, it's 
bottle of fun right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got still stuff to do later. Mm. Not going to sleep ever. Okay, Not what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is um, a chocolate Easter bunny. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of like how to say it. Uh-huh. Like v- via Dylan, I guess. Dylan gave me this for Easter. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I had a hard day on Easter as well. Um, mm-hmm. So when I got home, he had this, and I was like, oh, thanks. But then... Do you have to work on Easter? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. You the had thing the thing that... that happened that I will mention oh, in a minute. But um, but no, yeah. So I just hadn't I just hadn't eaten it or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, one, there's a, a big old bar of chocolate that yeah. I'm not going to be able to finish by myself um but then as we were sitting there today my mom was like hey what what is that <laughs> i was like of course it's a chocolate easter bunny she was like oh well that must be nice i was like do you want some she was like maybe and i was like of course you do why didn't you just ask can i have some of that <laughs> like i could say mm-hmm. yes or no it's whatever um but you know so it's a russell stover's milk chocolate easter egg or easter bunny easter egg bunny is what i was gonna call it um that's not what it's called no. uh yeah so russell stover as I think we've Everyone mentioned before. Already. Everyone take a drink. It's Everyone gonna fucking happen. Everyone's gonna be like, you didn't waste it or something. You didn't yawn at the live show though. I didn't yawn at the live show. Your mom was so proud of me. Mm-hmm. She, I think she, I think she like put it in my head. Yeah. In the beginning, she was like, "Are you gonna yawn?" I was like, "No, yeah, I'm not gonna yawn." She's, and then she enjoyed it. And then I was like, "Okay, cool." I didn't yawn. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Russell Stover. It's obviously from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I think we've gone over Russell Stover a little before. Yeah. Um, so, this is not calorie-free, FYI. Nah. But it's a if lot it lower was, calories though. than I was expecting. It's 220 calories for this entire thing. Yeah, that's good. I was like, holy shit, for milk chocolate. There, right? And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, its ingredients are milk chocolate, <laughs> which are sugar, whole milk, cocoa butter, chocolate, soy lecithin, lecithin, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, something and probably to it's an emulsifier it. oh I don't know what that um, means and vanillin vanillin vanilla no oh like a vanilla I extract. would know how to fucking say vanilla hey v-a-n-i-l-l-i-n it's an artificial flavor ah a vanilla yeah basically um probably. I yeah, don't know. it's delicious we'll I mean Google it's milk it chocolate I freaking love Russell Stover chocolate though mm-hmm. oh so good but yeah that's it. Um, so, yeah, so whatever happened to me on Easter. Did you guys have a good Easter? <laughs> I. No, maybe not. Went to work. Oh, well. I went to Easter service That's on Saturday. Because mm. our church, cause mm-hmm. since Easter, it's like yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Holy Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Holy Super Bowl. So we had, a, we had a 4 o'clock service on Saturday, and then they had the still the regular 9 a.m. and 10.30. Oh, but nice. But I was at work at 10. Yeah. And then... We ended up closing at two instead of going all the way till six because oh. it was dead mm-hmm. and then it was snowing. Yeah. yeah, and then only one person uh, came in between us trying to close at one o'clock. I was like, "Oh, sorry. Um, well, the kitchen is closed. Oh god, and I could just make you espresso." But he like was there like to sit down and work. Mm. Hi, my bad. Very bad. It. Um. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, Easter, like, uh, like family Easter's were okay, because we yeah. always go to my mom's side first, and then we leave, and we go to my dad's side after that. Yeah. Um, so, on the way home from my aunt's, I uh, may or may not have spun out in mm-hmm. my car on the fucking highway. Oh, God. I'm just like, oh, my God. How I describe it to everyone, because everybody freaked 
out. Mm. Um, well, one, like my mom and sister and like brother-in-law, sister-in-law yeah. or future brother-in-law, whatever. They were all like driving somewhat behind me. They were like still like they were driving the same direction yeah. as I was basically. So we we're on the same highway. So when it happened, I immediately called them and I was like, guess what? I was one of those people like what the fuck and they're like oh my god so they pulled up behind me luckily and well but I how I described it was it's a it's a very it was a very dramatic and slow motion (laughs) U-turn um on the highway though yeah so being in the left lane of a of a three-lane highway yikes not was there a lot of traffic no there wasn't a lot of traffic so I was following a car Go, we were both going maybe 35, 40 on mm-hmm. the highway because it's fucking yeah. snowing out and it's ridiculous and we're Watch going out. ridiculously slow. So this one car pulls over to the, like, we're in the middle. So I was like, if I'm in the middle, that's better because yeah. then whatever. So this the car gets over in front of me and I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. But then the car that was in front of that just seems to be like, close. I keep closing in on it very, very fast. Come to find out this car is only going like 20 on the fucking highway, which is just dangerous speed yeah. anyway. Like, I'm sorry if you're... Get over or something yeah. if you're not wanting to drive. Just fucking pull over if yeah. you're not going to go That's, at least like 30 to 40. Like, that is why they have minimums the minimum is, on the fucking highways. The minimum 40. 40. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going even under the minimum, like yeah. 35 to 40. Like, no, nothing over that. And so... Instead of trying to slam on my brakes on ice, I just tried to move over and get on, get over a lane. Well, mm-hmm. didn't that didn't happen. Okay. So yeah, that's so that's when I spun out. But yeah, so then my back left, um, basically hit the concrete uh. middle, and I was just on. I was basically on the right side. Uh, what is that like? Medium. Uh, no, shoulder? like where you pull. Yeah, the shoulder, yeah. right shoulder. Um, but I was facing traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so I had Oops. completely done a 180 and I was facing. So then when I called my mom, she was like, well, just don't move the car. Like, it's fine, whatever. Like, and I was I, like, no, I can't. I was like, I was car. like, well, I mean, like it felt yeah. drivable. Like it yeah. didn't feel like it hit very hard. It didn't feel like anything really, really happened. But I was like, but I can tell my wheels a little bit messed up. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's my gas tank popped open. I was like, okay, oh, cool, whoops. whatever. But who the fuck cares? I was like, it's a, it's a little door. I don't care. Um, but then I had like a huge gap where there was no cars coming. So I fucking did another U-turn just to pull over back onto the side of the road, but not have to face 18 wheelers that are coming at me. Uh, so that's not very fun, but as we were sitting there, so call tow truck, whatever, it takes them over an hour to get to me and called Mm -hmm. it like three 30. They got there at like four 50. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there on the fucking highway in the cold, like, while it's snowing, and people are just fucking buzzing, flying by us on the highway. So they're, like, blowing slush up onto my car. I cannot see out of my left side now. And I'm like, I can't see if the fucking tow truck is coming. Mm -hmm. I can't see if there's cops coming. Like, I can't see anything. If an 18-wheeler was coming at me, I don't have time to react and move my car because I can't see anything. So, yeah. So it kind of sucked. But um, otherwise, yeah, we just got it towed, and then I have a rental car now. And yeah. yeah, so hopefully it will not be totaled or anything like that, I, like crazy through I insurance. And hopefully it's just the wheel, whatever yeah. that needs to be replaced. I slightly forgot about the rental car thing because I was uh-huh. looking for your car when I was parking. Yeah, no, it's that, it's that, uh, it. it's a 2018 um, Kia Soul, actually, Ooh, which fun. I was just picturing that god awful, ugly shit from the, the green. Oh, yeah, the green car from the commercials. Yeah. But no, it's actually like a dark bluish gray, and That's it's cool. not yeah. as boxy. It was kind of nicer looking. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, because he was like, we got a Kia Soul. Is that good? And I was like, 
I guess, whenever. Yeah. I was like, it's not like I really can choose, but <laughs> right. like I'll take whatever you have for me. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's nice. The brakes are sensitive as shit. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I literally was pulling out of the thing, like out of their parking spot to go to a different one to like adjust mirrors and mm-hmm. stuff like that and get acquainted with the car at first. Uh, I went to go stop and I was like, holy shit, did Bro. I hit something? Immediately thought it hit something, but I yeah. did not, obviously. It's just very sensitive. But Yeah. Yeah. It's good, though. It's good you didn't yeah. hit anybody, though. No, yeah, no, nothing probably, was, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's my insurance was like, was anybody else involved? I was like, no, no. they're like, were the cops called? No. No. Because I literally just did a very dramatic U-turn <laughs> on the fucking highway. Like, there was hardly anybody else out yeah. at that time or where I was, at least, but. So, yeah, so it's been a fun, fun day. So, I've just been on the phone all day long yeah. with insurance and rental and repair shop and my mom and texting dad and. Mm-hmm. And then customers, because <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one at work today. So, Ugh. yeah, that was it's fun. Slow. Today was kind of slow, though. Yeah, we had no bookings until we had two walk-ins at 3 p.m. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding Good me? Good here. Yeah. yeah. Both yeah. of them were for two people each. Ugh. Mm-hmm. One of them was a group, was two children. They were maybe like 13, 14. Still, though. But still. No. Yuck. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's it. That's my little chit-chat. Okay. Um, so this is true crime. Yeah. I looked up the homicide tracker. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Gotta bring it down. I know. <laughs> and then we'll bring it down more, and it then we'll bring, bring it, it back up, and hopefully. we'll bring it down again. <sighs> bring it down the house. <laughs> uh, so when I looked yesterday, which was the second, so these are probably day-old stats. Mm-hmm. It's very possible they could have changed overnight, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but just just in Kansas City, Missouri, thirty since mm. G- since beginning of the year. I don't why I couldn't say January one at that time. Geez. Since January, um, but in this time last year, two thousand seventeen was twenty seven. This the time in two thousand sixteen, as well as in two thousand fifteen, was twenty two. Mm. So so that's not good. No. It's so not. way to go everyone. Way to fuck up. Yeah. Um Stop and then killing each other. Collective metro area is forty eight. Ugh. Well, that's just from the KSHB homicide tracker. Mm-hmm. So they don't break down by years or anything. Yeah. Unlike the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department does. Um but only one child under sixteen. Unfortunately, it was a nine year old mm. uh, still unsolved about what that just because i was like mm. trying to figure out what a story i was gonna do yeah. yesterday <laughs> and that was just, just looked up unsolved in that and unfortunately i came on that so i had to I put my laptop down and i walked away for mm. a second yeah um and only three of those out of the 48 uh were by police the casey uh report though doesn't uh, count in ones that were from police officers mm. um but yeah a lot were the breakdown goes by in motives and of course it could be different motives for different things but mm-hmm. at least 12 of those were because of argument jesus and then i think four or so were domestic violence so those could have been the same yeah so good god yeah fun facts thank you so much for those i'm just kidding that's what we're here for it had to be done <laughs> it had to be told uh okay <laughs> 
It had to be told. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, true crimes. You go. Me first. You go first. Me first. And I'm going to eat this in and roll and turn my mic away from my mouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everyone. Um, have you heard of the I-70 killer? Yeah. I feel like I've heard of it. I don't think I know. I, feel- I didn't know. Oh, hello. <laughs> I didn't know I like anything I about it. I heard of it. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was not. Is it in the Midwest? Yeah, I remember. it's fucking I-70 killers. I-70. Yeah. That is the Midwest. Yes. But that goes east and west, so it goes through some... Well, anyway. Let me just tell okay. you about it. Okay. So okay. apparently we both heard about this, but... Yeah. Okay. I've heard I've heard it on... Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, bye. Okay. I won't ask your input anymore so you can <laughs> eat your cinnamon roll. Um, all right, so the I-70 killer um, is obviously in a... It's, he's... Con- he is considered an American serial killer who was known to have killed six store clerks in the Midwest. So in the Midwest, hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the spring of 1992. That's maybe why we haven't heard about him, because we were just born. We were in Pampers. Or yep. perhaps Huggies. Who knows? I don't know. I think it was Pampers. Pro- <laughs> who the fuck cares? <laughs> um, his nickname derives from the fact that, obviously, uh, that several of the stores yeah. in which... Ah, in which his victims worked, were located a few miles off of Interstate 70. Um, his victims were usually young, petite, brunette women. One of it, but um, one of his victims ended up actually being a male. Uh, all of the stories, oh, all of the stores he attacked were specialty stores, and that were usually only robbed of, or he usually only robbed just robbed them for just a few hundred dollars. So it's like. They weren't any, like, chain stores that are going to have, like, thousands of dollars in their vaults and shit. Like, it's so stupid. He's also suspected, though, of shooting three more store clerks in Texas during 1993 and 1994, um, one of whom survived. So, they think that he just continued oh. and went down to Texas the year after. So, like, they were getting too close to him, basically, yeah. in 1992. So, he just kept going and eventually ended up in Texas because there's a lot of stuff... Well, those Texas murders or whatever are, like, almost the exact same as to where it's right off the highway, store clerks were shot, only one person is shot each, that's it. Yeah. Um, all right, so, the 1992 murder killing spree uh, began on April 8th, 1992, with the murder of 26-year-old Payless Shoe Source Manager uh, Robin Fuldauer, Fuldauer, yeah, Fuldauer. F-U-L-D-A-U-E-R. Full hour? I'll Google it later. Sure. All right. Everybody else Google it, too. Google it. Um, that was in Indianapolis. She was alone in the store when she was shot, and um, but she was murdered between 1.30 and 2 p.m. So, like, literally just in the middle of the day. Yeah. Yep. Just by herself. That's just in the store. She just got shot. Um, which makes me think of, like, the Payless over off of, like, Shine Mission Parkway, where mm-hmm. it's just, like, that one sitting lone store. Yeah. And, like... You don't go into that store unless you mean to. Like, there's mm-hmm. not, like, a shopping mall or anything no. like that where you can so strip. Mall. strip. Yeah. yeah. So stupid. Um, the next two murders occurred on April 11th, uh, so literally just a few days later. Ridiculous. At the La Bride de Elegance <laughs> bridal shop in Wichita. <laughs> uh, which just made me laugh. Uh, like, that's just too many words for uh, the title of a store. I'm sorry. La Bride. La Bride. La- L.A. B-R-I-D-E, la, and then second word, bride, and then the D apostrophe, elegance. So they're trying to make, so, much. so they're trying to make, they're trying to make it French, the, but they're not. The I elegant bride French, yeah. and it's not But bride working. is not a French word. No, it's not working. 
It's just labrite, delegance. <laughs> I'm going to read it in my American voice because Cause that's, that's how it was supposed it to be. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is in Wichita. The victims were... Pre- I think that makes me angrier than the murders. <laughs> I was going to say, you're going off right now. Like, don't even well, try to make that. So mad. It just strikes, know, me, in a, it strikes me in a bone that you don't want to That's not pick. funny. No. <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. I should continue with that. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, eat more of that. Maybe that's a strong. You've got too much fucking caffeine in you. You need to. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> as your eyes get really big. Yeah. Just don't start shaking. Okay. Just too much sugar and coffee today. Is that, is that all you've had? No. Sugar and coffee. I had a salad. Oh, okay. Well, that's right. Okay. <laughs> goodbye again. Um. All right. So the victims of this bridal shop. I'll just say that because I won't say the name again. Good. Oh, yep. Thank um, you. The victims were Patricia Smith, 23, and the store owner, 32-year-old Patricia Majors. This. Woo, excuse me. Everybody drink. Take a drink. No, sorry, not sorry about it because I'm fucking tired today. So deal with it. Um, you're welcome. As this was the only case involving multiple multiple victims, investigators believe that the killer was under the impression that there was only one woman in the store, but was mistaken, obviously. The women had stayed uh, past the normal closing time of 6 p.m. to allow a male customer to come pick up a cummerbund, which is also just a very fun word, cummerbund. Um, sometime after 6 p.m., the women allowed, the, uh, allowed a man into the store thinking he was the customer they were waiting for. Unfortunately, the man then shot and killed both wo- both of the women. Uh, after the women were murdered, the actual customer arrived to pick up the cummerbund and came face to face with the I seventy killer. The I seventy killer let the man go because he was a man uh, who immediately in the guy immediately what bullshit I know right wow. uh, who immediately notified the police once the killer left and then he would actually later provide details for a composite sketch. So there are composite sketches of this guy. Um, yeah out there on the internet if you want to look it up or something i'll google it i mean like if they yeah yeah people who i'm talking to right now not Uh, you google it because i keep saying that i'm going to remember to post it in the group and we all know that's not going to happen yeah so So just google Um, it yourself we all have to be adults sorry and just do it yourself i give you enough information just copy and paste uh was that still in wichita or did we move on to no that was wichita that was was the bridal one okay yeah um however moving on now no. Uh, days later, um, on April 27th, Michael uh, McCown, who was 40, he was killed in his mother's, uh, oh, his mother Sylvia's ceramic store in Terre Haute, Terre, Terre Haute, Indiana. Sure. I feel like I've heard of that Terre Haute. I don't know. Maybe That's I'm so. saying it wrong. Um, corrections Corner, please. Joyce, um, how is Please, you, how do please help that? us with T E R R E and then separate word H A U T E. Terre Haute? Terre Haute. Terre Haute. I feel like I've heard Terre Haute, Indiana. I don't know. Terre Haute. Anyway, so Indiana again. So he went up to Indianapolis, came down to Wichita, Mm -hmm. and went back up to Indiana again. Like, what? Sit still. Um, McCown was the only man killed during the spree, like I said before, um, only because it's believed by investigators that the I-70 killer mistook him for a woman Ah, because of the store, one, one for the store's name. Um, and two, because he had a ponytail. <laughs> but I was like, that's fucking funny. And he, can you imagine the 90s, too? Yeah. That's got to be a good looking ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's mm-hmm. like a well taken care of ponytail. 
But also a 40-year-old man wearing a ponytail. It's probably... Maybe he's very thin. Yeah. Maybe he's a little bit... Probably. I don't know. Feminine looking. Probably had on like... Possibly. I don't know. Who cares? T-shirt. Um... (laughs) Either way, it's sad because he dies. Oh, um, no. Well, everybody in this fucking oh, story dies. What true. the hell is wrong? He was a serial killer. <laughs> for God's sakes, he's just running around <laughs> shooting people. And I already said he was killed. <laughs> okay. Um, I can still be sad. <laughs> sure. <I'd... laughs> Ever take a drink Damn it. again? Okay. On May 4th, uh, 24-year-old Nancy Kitzmiller Kitz uh, was killed while working alone at Boot Village. It's a footwear shop in St. Charles, Missouri. <laughs> she opened up the shop at noon, and, but was found dead uh, by customers at 12.30 p.m. Oh. 2.30. 2.30, 2.30 p.m. Okay. My bad. Sorry, I read that as 12.30. I think I'm dyslexic. Uh, so literally just, just like in the two and a, Well, that's true. Um <laughs> But yeah, so literally yeah. just like two and a half hours after opening the store, she gets shot and killed. Ridiculous. The final confirmed murder occurred um, on May 7th in Raytown, Missouri. The victim was 37-year-old Sarah Blessing. Sorry. That just... Oh, Sorry. Yeah. When I said... No, when I said Blessing, I oh. just think of uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh. The Blessing. No. They want you to do the blast. No. No. Okay. Where the grandpa's yelling at the no. like devil. You've have you ever seen it? No. You gotta fucking watch it. I know. I you gotta, gotta watch it, and then you also have to watch the cat scene. There's a lot of things I gotta fucking watch. The cat, it's fucking funny. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. The wow. so the victim, thirty-seven year old Sarah Blessing, who was working in her gift shop, uh, called. Really? I'm gonna hate this one too. The store of many colors. <laughs> What, so is it a I Christian kinda, store? I have no idea. Because that would make sense. Uh, it just says a gift shop. Gift shop. It's just probably a, gift a Christian sh- gift yeah, shop. Yeah, Joseph of many colors. Yeah, coat of many Coat of. Yeah, Joseph's in the Technicolor dream coat. Yep. Is that what you're trying to say? Yep. Okay. It's a well, pitiful that, story. We didn't get there, but I got there for you. <laughs> it's a pitiful story. It's a pit of a story. Pit of a story. Gotcha. I thought you said it's a pitiful story. It's not. Like, what the fuck? Good story. <laughs> It's a pitiful story. But it's a pit of a story. If you know the story, story, you probably just laughed or you didn't. If whatever. you don't, Google it. Or read a Bible. Or go watch it because... <laughs> or, um, or go to church. <laughs> well, John Legend just did the live oh, version on Easter. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I need to see that. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Superstar. <laughs> superstar. Um, what if like the Molly Shannon just like, bust through and she's a superstar? <laughs> superstar. Oh, man. Opportunity yes. missed if it didn't happen. Right? Sometimes when I get nervous. <laughs> sometimes. What if Jesus was just like, sometimes, guys, when I just get nervous. <laughs> Can someone? Jesus, okay, wait. No, hold on. Copyright right now. We're going to do a different skit that is Molly Shannon's character, but played by Jesus. Because <laughs> he'd be the real life superstar. <laughs> he is. He's the shining star of my life. Holy shit. But he always just goes, superstar. <laughs> As he heals people. Superstar. Yeah. Yeah. She's like anoints on the forehead <laughs> and you're healed yes <laughs> oh my god can you guys please do that as a skit conversation i'll write, I'll write it do I'll it write it and i'll tell them you, you reading you need to write it I, down right now actually not just write it later but write it down now no, i do you, because i'll forget and then uh-huh. i because I, I did you type listen. down i-70 serial killer as well no no <laughs> <laughs> look click 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 <laughs> no um okay i'm gonna get back to the story sorry okay 
So, the victim... That's right. Gift shop, store of many colors. The murder occurred during the day, of course, once again. And the owner of the video store next to um, the shop saw the killer enter the shop, heard a pop, and then saw him leave. He discovered Blessing's body after checking to see what it had what had occurred in the store. The a clerk at the nearby grocery store also saw the suspect as he was climbing uh, a hill towards I-70. So he just fucking ran. Just trying to... Yeah. Um... The murders were conclusively linked after a St. Charles detective suspected a connection, obviously, since they were all off of I-70. Yeah. All of the murders were committed with a 22 caliber firearm, and the victims were usually petite young women with long, dark hair. Aside from the Wichita murders, all the victims were alone while murdered and shot in the back of the head. None of the scenes had... Um, so just long bare hair. It doesn't have to be parted in the middle. Ted Bunny didn't come back to life? <laughs> no. He wasn't reincarnated. Um, none of the scenes had had any signs of sexual assault. While all stores were robbed, robbery appeared to be the second motive, as all the stores were small specialty stores, uh, which would not have had much money, obviously, as some of the larger, bigger stores. Based on witness testimonies, police strongly believe that the murders, the murder weapon, may have been an. Okay, here we go, and in in. Intertech? Intertech Scorpion pistol. I don't know. Gun lovers out there, you can correct me, but don't because I don't give a shit. Um, Pistol or an Irma. An Irma work. W-E-R-K-E. E-T-22 pistol. They have not, however, been able to rule out any other 22 caliber firearm models, so it could literally just be any fucking 22 caliber. Uh, The ammunition used in the killings was a 22 caliber CCI copper clad lead or CCL CCI I don't know copper clad lead bullets the cartridges of the bullets have been polished with jeweler's rouge just like that's red. weird huh something red was jeweler's rouge is well it, it is it's like yeah it's basically like, it's like a red stone red. but when you rub it on it it doesn't turn red or anything Ow, it just literally shines stupid. it yeah <clears throat> <laughs> yeah jewelry class <laughs> woo oh. um <laughs> Uh, Midwest authorities linked the killer to the shootings in, uh, to, in Texas in 1994, but Texas authorities were not convinced of a connection as different guns were used in each spree. Okay, well, he could have gone a different fucking, fucking gun. gun, right? You're in Texas. There's plenty of guns there. He's probably got always, 12 that, of that's them. That's like your thing. Seriously. Um, but based on descriptions, investigators were able to produce two composite sketches of the killer and a physical description of the suspect. The I-70 killer was described as being, oh, sorry. No. Yep. Take a drink. Um, as being a white man in his 20s or 30s, 5'7 to 5'9, uh, tall, thin, and having lazy eyelids. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, I was like, is he just high or tired or what? I don't know, lazy eyelids. That's weird. It's a weird description. Mm. And like, um, Sarah Huckabee, if you watch her. Oh. Sorry. But Sorry. It's what I see. <laughs> um, and he also has sandy blonde or kind of reddish hair. Uh, if he's still alive, he would be in his 50s or late 40s because, despite the case being featured on Unsolved Mysteries and Dark Minds, the killer has yet to be identified and investigators have not publicly identified any suspects. That took a turn, didn't it? You weren't expecting that. No. With it lead look I on your it, face. You thought it was going to be a complete story. Ha <laughs> mm. Left you thinking mm. again. 
Yeah. Well, so if anybody, <laughs> so that's probably that was probably just like a one time, like he went on just a spree mm-hmm. for that, and then probably forgot his fill yep. and didn't need to yep. do it again until something, or unless he unless got something unless he got up. like arrested for robbery and they didn't petty theft, probably whatever, in Texas bullshit. They don't. Connect yeah, it. and then either I don't know, either he's in prison for that bullshit or he's out and he's still just walking around. After murdering a bunch of people. Well, that's great. But there you go. There's the I-70 killer. You're welcome. Okay, you're done. I'm still mad about the store name. I noticed. <laughs> La Bride. La Bride Delegance. Get out of here. <sighs> oh, okay. okay. You're <laughs> All right. Mine is... I'm going to go a little mm. first about... Mm. A victim, quote unquote, oh. and then you'll probably you might eventually figure it out until I say exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. we got some. Yeah, we did some pretty. They're both kind of heavy hitters today on oh. these episodes. All right, for well, well known, whatever. Um, so a journey before we get there. Um, <laughs> so uh, Frank Nash. Yep. Uh, all right, so you motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. You so said one those, fucking word. Those I know don't what the know, fuck you're... God We're going to hold on it. until we get Shit. there. So buckle up. And then, uh, is that a little impressive, though? You said yeah. one fucking name, yeah. and I'm like, God, I know what you're talking about, and I wanted to talk about it for so long. Okay. Go. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, Frank Nash was first convicted in uh, 1917 when he and friend Nolly <laughs> Humpy... <laughs> <laughs> that's a Wartman. cool that's a cool nickname mm-hmm. stole ne- nearly a thousand dollars from a store in sub sapulpa sapulpa oklahoma <laughs> while escaping nash suggested they hide the evidence as wartman uh, went to b- bury the money frank shot him in the back of course he did of course well frank's a classy dude yeah Real class act. Most criminals back then. Uh, Nash, uh, Frank, they go by the last name, which I got this from a mixture of Wikipedia and kchistory.org. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, uh, where did I, how did I just get lost already? I don't uh, know. He was arrested hours later and sentenced to life in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. But on March 28th, 1918, his sentence was reduced to 10 years after he convinced the warden he wanted to join the army and fight in World War I. Hmm. So, would that still work today, though? Probably know, not. Because there's not really a war or anything. That we... Probably not. Well, I mean, unless they want to go to the border now. So fucking dumb. Uh-huh. I just watch. I just, because we play CNN at work and I just grunt. I just look mm. at the TV and I go, mm-hmm. mm Anyway, uh, and then in 1920, uh, he was convicted of burglary using explosive, also known as safe cracking, uh, and sentenced to 25 years in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. He became a trustee, and I don't know what that means, and his sentence was reduced to five years, probably also like mob health, yeah. too. Oh, for sure. All of that. Um, and on December 29th in 1982, he was released. Then on March 3rd of 1924, he began a 25-year sentence at the United States Penitentiary of Leavenworth in Kansas for assaulting a milk custodian but escaped on October 19th, 1930. <laughs> so it only took him six years to escape out of jail. 
But he, he went bad. to went to the state penitentiary for assaulting a male custodian. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, the people. I mean, I think they are also just trying to get him yeah. on anything that they could because he's a motherfucker. Yeah, he is. <laughs> anyway. So, to find him, the FBI launches an intensive search throughout the entire United States and most of Canada. After the intensive investigation, the FBI concluded that Nash had assisted in the escape of seven prisoners from the state penitentiary at Leavenworth uh, on December 11th, 1931. So, he came left and then came back somehow, or like just orchestrated. Uh, and they also disclosed that Nash had a very close association with Francis L. Keating, Thomas Holding, and several other gunmen who had participated in a number of bank robberies throughout the Midwest. Keating and Holden were apprehended by FBI agents on July 7th, 1932 in Kansas City, Missouri. So if you're starting to put it together, maybe. Nope. Uh, the pair had crucial information about the whereabouts of Frank Nash and eventually divulged that he was hiding out in Hot Springs, Arkansas. You dirty rats. They, got, they probably got theirs uh-huh. very soon compared to him. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if you're still just like, what is it? Because you haven't Googled. You haven't taken our advice and just went ahead and Googled. Mm-hmm. Or you just or don't you just, know. Or you just hear for the story or... and run a listen. That's fine, and I thank you for that. Um, So, in the attempt to bring Frank back to Leavenworth on June 17th, 1933, from Union Station in Kansas City, Missouri, four law enforcement officers and Frank Nash were fatally wounded in the botched rescue of Frank, who was the intended target to rescue. Idiots. um, Of the attempt outside of Union Station. Mm -hmm. So, henceforth... The Union Station, Station massacre. massacre. Should I talk about it? Well, it's actually like Kansas this? City Massacre. True, Kansas City Massacre. Happened at Union Station. That happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, please don't do Massacre, though, that only killed <laughs> f- five people? Four people? Five? No. F- four. I thought there was five. Five? So I the four know. officials, I think four officers, and then Frank. I There's think more so. in I don't here. Know. I yeah, think I think it, there were four officers. I think I it got remember, two, but. most of it. Uh, but on June... Uh, 17th, 1933, the day before, the police chief of McAllister, Oklahoma, and two agents of the U.S. Bureau of Investigation uh, that was later renamed two years later, the FBI. So if you're not familiar, there mm-hmm. you go. Um, arrested him in Hot Springs, Arkansas. The third federal agent met them, and they departed with Frank on a Missouri Pacific train bound for Kansas City. Because that was the major hubbub back then. Uh, hubbub. The next Just hub. Hub. It's a hub, bub. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> the next morning, they arrived at Union Station. Two more federal agents and two Kansas City Police Department officers were waiting to help transport the prisoner, Frank. No common prisoner. He doesn't. So there's now his name. seven officials if with this one track, man. I wasn't, but you're three track, came. Three came with him. Okay, and then there was two officers and yeah. two more officials waiting for him yes. to transfer. Okay, got it. Plus him. Plus him. But it's, whatever. But okay. Yeah. Okay. How many keeping officials are there? There's seven officials, and then officially, Frank. how many officials? There, there. Well, officially, there's only five <laughs> officials, two officers, oh, and no. one Nash. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Off. Math. Wait, two, two officers, five officials, five officials, and one Nash. One Frankie one boy. <laughs> one little Frankie Nash. One little Frankie. One little Frankie Nash. Um. 
Oh, continue. Jesus. Uh, prisoner. Uh, just after all, several of the officers in Nash loaded into a Chevrolet car. A voice echoed through the parking lot. Let them have it. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably, probably like that. Roughly just, about that. Just roughly. Let them have it, man. Um, at least she, three. There's probably a C in there somewhere. C, let them have it. <laughs> uh, at least three gunmen immediately fired their machine guns. Their Tommy guns, probably. Tommy guns. Mm. Yeah. Uh, on the unsuspecting officers, at the end of the shooting, four of the officers in Nash lay dead. So it was five. Five. Thought so. Hey. Five. After seeing that Nash had been killed, the gunmen fled. Duh. Fucking stupid. Stupid. They're so dumb. Um, so, but how the um, how they knew uh, the uh, gunmen, assailants, whatever we want to call mm-hmm. it, uh, knew about Nash's arrest and scheduled arrival time in Kansas City on June 17th is still unclear. Mm. People know, but they don't know. Well, Someone knows. Through the fuck, I mean. Through the great it, I mean, they were fucking mobsters. Yeah. They know everything. Know. They're always like two steps ahead of the police. Yeah. Because they so, control the police. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, like, yeah, they know where he's going because they fucking saw his goddamn like itinerary basically. Yeah. Someone slipped My it. God. Someone just happened to slip it's, it underneath yeah. mm. uh, someone's door, potentially John Lazia. Um, <laughs> so because many observers uh, have suspected that uh, Kansas City gangster at the time, John Lazia, which I didn't. I don't know. For some reason, I just hear like hear these like gangster names that I don't think Kansas City for some reason was important enough to have them here. Me either. I always think like this is like yeah. New York gangster. Yeah. Like, like I Chicago, only I hear gangster and I think like, yeah, I think out. like New York. That's nah. all I think. And then Not Kansas fucking City. Kansas City. Yeah. We had some of the big gangsters too. Yeah, like, we fucking Tom Pendergrass. Well, okay, we won't get into that. One. That'll be another fucking episode again. It'll be two hours. Yep. <sighs> okay. Anyway, John Lazio. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a role in the massacre. Uh, the leader of the Kansas City's uh, criminal world, Lazia, at the time, also held sway over the votes of the North Side, which allowed him to maintain close ties to the Kansas City political boss, Tom Pendergast. Fuck. <laughs> and uh, city manager, L. Uh, Henry McElroy. Uh, Lazia, just a little bit more tidbit about all of these things, which mm-hmm. is probably how he... Got it. Lazia gained virtual control over the police department through bribery and by, of course, and by affecting the hiring of criminals as policemen. Mm-hmm. His operatives occasionally served as police force entirely separate from the official one. Even Lazia's strong ties to the police, it was entirely impossible. It was t- entirely possible that he or his operatives learned of Nash's arrest through the police department. Duh. Yeah. And arranged the attempt rescue of Nash and then helped the attackers escape the city. Uh, Idiots. They're so dumb. Like, how... This story, like, literally cracks me up, though, because yeah. it is so stupid. It's just like... It was so you unnecessary. Had, you literally had one job. One job. One and job. And you, you murdered that job. You murdered... Yeah. You didn't, like... You literally needed to rescue uh, well, a you, fellow mobster, but well, then you done. fucking couldn't handle your Tommy gun, and you shot him. Because what you should have done Idiots. was wait until they left, followed them, pulled them over, or yes. hit them, and then hit the car. Yes. But yes. Dumb. Dumb. Which is how they always used to do it, it too. I, mean, I know. On. It didn't make any sense. And did you know that they used to, they were actually the first ones to um, modify cars to make them go faster so they could go over the 50 miles per hour? Yeah. Mobsters, man. They're fucking smart. Yeah. This is model not T's these ones. No. Not these ones. Very <sighs> dumb. Um, Equally likely, though, um, uh, historian Robert Unger argues that the federal agents 
bungled the secret transfer by telling... <laughs> Like bungled it. it i know i like I words like so i leave them in there yeah, uh, details of the arrest to an associated press reporter probably because people well, yeah because they were like we got frank nash well we're taking also back. the press were the first ones on the scene the first ones to blab their mouth because if you were the first one to have the story you were the only yeah. one that had the story so it's, ugh, and it's still still today like that and why but, things go well wrong. true but at least they're not allowed in the crime scene before police are yeah <laughs> they used to be that's how a lot of crimes yeah. and shit were. Oh god, people so just trapes over uh-huh. everything. Dumb. Anyway, mm-hmm. continue. Indeed. Possibly by a reporter. Yeah. Um, just after midnight, the uh, morning edition of the Kansas City Star carried an AP article that detailed the arrest of Nash and announced that the agents were bringing him to Leavenworth by train. Stupid. Yeah. A simple glance at the newspaper around midnight would have made it clear that three federal agents would arrive in either Kansas City or Leavenworth later that morning. Still, mm. So I wonder if there's any waiting in probably. Leavenworth. Probably, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they're probably just split probably. up. Because there's only a couple like, people. There's there only no a couple phones. guys. Yeah. There's no way to... Like, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't see a smoke signal from no. that far. No. Uh, Still, I don't know. I don't think mobs just sent smoke signals to each other. I probably never figure out. Well, like they'll carry a prison or something. I'll Google it later. <laughs> Still, uh, no one knows for sure how the information reached the assailants or who made the plans for the rescue attempt. Stupid. Um, they're just. Like, there's, I guess, like pros. I guess also make mistakes, but also like. But I don't think they were pros. No. That's the funny thing. I think it's funny because Nash was so fucking smart that he would be able to get anybody out out of of fucking jail. He He escaped. escaped, Let multiple other people escape. Yeah. All he wanted was to just be let free. Yeah. And for his guys underneath him to come get him him. and bail him out and like break him out. He could have gotten out of that situation by himself probably. He probably could have. But instead his fucking idiots shot him. Instead, it's in history as one of the dumbest things. One of the dumbest things, but... Uh, Let's see. Uh, Legacy of the Massacre was the federal investigation that helped to establish the career of lead investigator J. Edgar Hoover, Mm -hmm. who became the first and longest-serving director of the FBI... And he's also from. And if you didn't know that, Google it. And what the? If you didn't, if 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 you didn't know know that that, beforehand, don't. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying. J. Edgar Hoover, man. You made me hit the table. So there's J. Edgar okay. Hoover building, which yeah. is the fucking And the dam because he's... God. Yeah. Because he... What? In the shanty towns because he sucks. Because <laughs> he sucked. Because he sucked. Yeah. Anywho. Okay. I wonder if Hoover vacuums were named after him. I can't I remember. I think so. That'd be funny, though. That would be pretty suck. funny. Ha. 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 Pun intended. There's, yeah. Um... Yeah, who became the first and longest serving director of the FBI. The FBI accused uh, Ricchetti and Floyd, uh, so Pretty Boy Floyd and Adam Ricchetti, which also was named like Pretty Boy Floyd, I uh-huh. think was in Kansas City. And she oh, yeah. Look at him. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. Which he also hated his, he hated his nickname. Yeah, because it was so given it, to him because they, because other mobsters hated boy. him. Because mm-hmm. he was a little, boy. he's a little bitch about everything. Like yeah. he'd always be like, ah, I don't yeah. want to. It's like, shut up. Babyface Nelson hated Babyface Nelson. Mm-hmm. Too. Which, obviously, so Babyface yeah. Nelson. It's like, come on, guys, I'm a man. I know. Like, uh, but he did have a baby face. Like, yeah, Jesus. he did. It looked oh, like he was like 12. Um, uh, da, 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 da. But yeah, for participating in the massacre, even though their guilt uh, has recently come into question by historians uh, like Michael Wallace and Robert Unger. 
Uh, it still remains unknown who the three gunmen were at Union Station on June 17, 1933. Didn't stop people from being accused and executed for it. Oh, of course But not. it still happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's certain, though, that the criminals, murders, and machine politics tied to the Kansas City underworld during the 1930s gave the city a reputation for organized crime that, at least for a time, was second only to Chicago. Interesting. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know. And today, marks from the bullet, which may or may not be true, uh, are still at Union Station. Um, mm. So we see an exterior wall of the building, which is they're shooting at the car. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so more, a little bit more about Because it used to just be like a circle drive sort of a thing. Oh, okay. Well, kind of circle kind drive. Of. Basically, they were literally right there where yeah. that clock is now, where yeah. they just put that clock up. They were basically right there. And the gunman came from like the fountain area. Uh, and we're shooting at, at Union the, Station because oh, the, okay. they were coming out of Union Station, so they yeah. were shooting at Union Station. So yeah, some people say Stupid. you can still see the some stuff say, yeah. there. Some, some people are not. like, no, we, they patched them up. <laughs> so it's like I don't mm. know. Uh, so uh, extra about FBI and then the assailants, quote unquote, in their deaths. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The FBI account, including uh, Floyd's involvement, has been disputed in three recent books. Joe Urschel's The Year of Fear, 2015, Robert Unger, Unger's uh, Union Station Massacre, The Original Sin of J. Edgar Hoover's FBI, 1997. Yeah. I mean. Accurate. That's accurate for so many things. So many things. <laughs> Fucking Hoover. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and Michael Wallace's Floyd biography, Pretty Boy. Ugh. If he was yeah, that's weird. Then he hated that. Yep. Uh, 1994. The authors believe that Floyd and Ricchetti were framed by the FBI. Duh. Yeah. The FBI has probably framed so many people. Um, a lot of mobsters and shit because mm-hmm. gangsters because they're just like, well, oh, they're like, they need you're running a bad crowd. There. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, you're a terrible person, but uh-huh. also, like, it sucks, <laughs> I guess, for you. But also, like, um, not all of them are doing so terrible. I know. Some are just like bootleggers. Like, yeah, come on. And just like not paying taxes. Uh, additionally, uh, wait, no. Oh, no. Uh, the matter is likely to remain highly controversial as evidence against the two men is far from conclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Urschel and Wallace maintain that the massacre is completely out of character with the rest of Floyd's known character. Uh, additionally, longtime an underworld figure uh, Blackie Audit wrote in Rap Sheet in 1954 uh, that Floyd and Ricchetti weren't involved and that the other two gunmen were really Maurice Dinning and William Solly uh, Weisman. Mm-hmm. Brian Burrow, author of Public Enemies, America's Greatest Crime Wave and the Birth of the FBI in 1933 through 1934, written in 2007, asserts that Floyd almost certainly was guilty of taking part in the massacre, citing the testimony of several underworld informants arrested by the FBI. However, their testimony had been contradicted by those of other informants and witnesses. Duh. The informant is a rat. Why would you trust him? Um... (laughs) It's more certain that the fate was not kind of uh, John Lazio, who was accused of, uh, of as being one of the assailants or involved mm-hmm. at Union Station. Uh, over the following months, Lazio's power faded as he accumulated enemies, so someone needed him out of there, so mm-hmm. perfect. Um, in July of 1934, unidentified men shot and killed Lazio on his driveway after he and his wife uh, arrived home one evening. Yeah. She was like, yeah, it's a bad dude, but also like, 
no, no one deserves that. No. Like, you're at home. That's your home. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then of um, Miller. Oh, what's the first name? Oh, boy. I missed that. Anyway, on November 29th, 1933, FBI searched for uh, Miller. I had his first name in here somewhere, and then I copied and pasted and moved stuff around. Uh, But anyway, his mutilated body was found in a ditch on the outskirts of Detroit, Michigan. He had apparently been killed as a result of a run-in with a criminal gang in New Jersey. It's a long ways away. Um, Several authors, including J. Robert Nash, uh, have used Miller's death to argue that the massacre was actually a syndicate hit meant to silence Nash rather than rescue him, Mm -hmm. who had extensive underworld contacts. Which is what I think is going to happen. So much sense. Let's get a time machine and let's go back. Yeah, well, because it's like, yeah, I'm literally between both of them. Like, he either had some of his. I don't think Pretty Boy Floyd was there, personally. He's too big of a name and too big of a face to be there to do something so stupid like this. But I do think that he had... He wouldn't be on the ground. It was either Nash had some of his, like, way... Like, his, like, fourth pick mm-hmm. of gangsters try yeah. to come rescue him, and they just fucked up, and yeah. they ran away. Or it was someone who put a hit on him. Maybe yeah. Floyd, maybe Pretty Boy was involved, and he put a hit on Nash. Maybe. And then it was his little hooligans that went out and did yeah. it. Don't or know. John but, is probably or John Lazius. Or John. Yeah. But it's like, I think either someone put a hit on him... And he obviously he something pretty much the only two, yeah, or him out. It was just a botched fucking, or someone was just thing. tired of him messing up, mm-hmm. which which is, is also I don't which I don't know why like the first story that everybody tells is oh it was a botched um like rescue attempt. rescue attempt yeah, like that's why what wouldn't they want us to believe yeah but why wouldn't they immediately say oh it was another gangster trying to get this gangster killed like I feel like in the media. That's what it would have been. Yeah. Was, oh, Pretty Boy Floyd was involved or whatever yeah. was involved because Try to make it they tried to, like, silence Nash. They didn't. Yeah. And instead, it's like, they tried to oh, rescue him. They Someone, tried to rescue yeah. him. There's something stupid. that happened that yeah. is being covered. It's weird. We'll find out in, what, like, 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> maybe. Maybe in, like, yeah, maybe in the, whatever, 100th year anniversary that's in, mm-hmm. what's it? What's well, 33 know. minus 18? I don't know. A What's lot? that? Yeah. At least. I don't know. What's that? 15. Some More than 10. It'll be 28. And then. Yeah. 15. 8 plus 5 is 13. 15. Yeah. Look at that. Oh my God. You did math. I did math and I showed my work. I talked about what my work was. Uh, so uh, about the arrest of Ricchetti and then the death of Floyd. Uh, Ricchetti and Floyd were involved in an automobile accident in Westville, in Wellsville, Ohio, on October 20th, 1934, in which the automobile that Floyd was driving uh, crashed into a telephone post. So, like, yeah. Well, because, yeah, they were looking for both of them. They had to get out. Mm-hmm. So something, both of them must have done something. Well, they've done be. a lot of shit. Yeah. So it's like but someone whatever they've boss done. Boss or somebody, yeah. Yeah. Uh police chief J. Eights Fultz went out to investigate and a shootout took place with Floyd and Ricchetti. Uh Chief Fultz apprehended Ricchetti after he attempted he'd emptied his gun at the officer. Uh Floyd, however, escaped, but the police chief thought Floyd might have been wounded. Adam uh, which also talks about like him coming out to a hiding spot somewhere. Mm. Like, what? Who? Uh, 
John, uh, part about Floyd. There's somewhere uh-huh. like his hideout or something. It was yeah, it was like a There's cabin basically, and like the cops basically surrounded him and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Yeah, you can look up a whole fucking yeah, movie on that one. So much. Uh, anywho, uh, Adam Ricchetti, following his apprehension, was returned to Kansas City. He was tried for the murders in the Kansas City massacre and was convicted on June seventeenth, nineteen thirty-five, approximately two years after the massacre. He was sentenced to death following appeals and resentencing. Resentencing. You said it for right the first I, time. I did. Yeah. Why? Uh, he was executed on <laughs> October 7th, uh, 1938. And uh, after the extensive search, the FBI and team of local police officers located Pretty Boy Floyd hiding on a farm uh, just outside Clarkson, Ohio, uh, on October 22nd, 1934. He was. Uh, he shot it out with the law enforcement officers and was killed in the shootout. At the time Floyd was killed, a watch and fob consisting of a quote-unquote lucky piece were found on his person. Groups of 10 notches were found on each of these items reportedly carved by Floyd as an indication of the number of people he had killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in his dying breath, he denied he was involved in the massacre shooting. Of course. Okay. A little bit more than I'm done because I'm tired. Yeah, me too. Uh, Conspirators, (laughs) uh, the four individuals who had aided in the conspiracy. Mm -hmm. So apparently uh, there's, see, there's more people in it. There's just a shit ton of people. Ton. Um, Richard Galates, Herbert Farmer, uh, Doc Lewis Stacy, and Frank Malloy were indicted by a federal grand jury at Kansas City, Missouri on October 24th, night. 1934. On January 4th, 1935, the four were found guilty of the conspiracy to cause the escape of a federal prisoner from the custody of the United States. On the following day, each was sentenced to serve two years in a federal penitentiary and pay a fine of $10,000, the maximum penalty allowed by law. Mm. Which is like $10,000 then. It's probably like like a lot. So is a lot. I didn't do that math early, and I don't want to. Oh, that's fine. Uh, because of the massacre, though, they uh, uh, produced changes at the FBI. Prior to the event, the agency did not have the authority to carry firearms, although some agents reportedly did, and make arrests. Um, they can make citizens arrest and then call a U.S. marshal or a law officer. But a year later, Congress gave the FBI's uh, statutory authority to carry guns and make arrests. Um, in May and June of 1934, uh, the FBI acquired their first Thompson submachine or Tommy guns in mm-hmm. uh, a Winchester model in 1907, uh, self-loading rifles. But after requesting the Re- Remington arms provide a replacement for the Winchester, the agency later adopted special modifi- modified variants of the Remington model 81 semi-automatic rifles. We don't need semi-automatic rifles. We don't. Anyone, anywhere. <laughs> Nope. Okay. Anyway, then there's more on the FBI. Uh, I'll put that in when I do like the website mm-hmm. blog thing because uh, there's just so much. Yeah, there's and I'm a lot. Tired. I feel like, but like, I anytime got tired you, doing research. Yeah, but like anytime you bring up anything of like Kansas City mobsters and shit, it just keeps going deeper and it's deeper so and deeper. Many and so many people are involved. Levels. Yeah. Love it. It's so ridiculous. <sighs> That's why I love the stories and stuff, though, because it's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, like it is so ridiculous. I know. Oh. There's like 50 people involved and no one says a word about it. Like, what the fuck? Jeez. It's weird, but. Okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a Casey fun fact for us today? Yeah. Do you have your, do you have a life tip? I do. Okay. 
Can you do your life tip first? Yeah. And I'll do my tip and then we'll be, and my fact and then we'll be. Yeah. Um, okay. So if you guys don't know, at the live show, I made it my vengeance to, uh, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I basically announced that I'm going to now do just life tips instead of escape room tips. One, because it pisses me off to talk about work and talk about asshole customers that come in um but two i'm just running out of them and i feel like y'all know how to do an escape room already so now you need some help with your lives apparently yeah um the first tip well you can just go back and fucking listen to the recording never mind (laughs) you'll hear you'll hear that first tip before yeah this one. Um, so I'm just going to go in order. So that was life tip number one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be life tip number two. What? I know. Oh my God. My mother will be so happy. <laughs> she, but she, she, but really she will be. Oh, uh, well this isn't really like, I don't know, kind of like funny, like my other one. Yeah. Um, so this one, it also kind of goes with just everyday things, yeah. but it's don't yell at your kids. Um, and then it goes underneath and yeah. it says, leaning close and whisper. It's scarier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fucking true because i remember oh my god yes like it is so just take them arm get them to your level your level and you know you go down in. on their level oh yeah yeah lean in and just whisper because it's scarier for them but it also is much better because thinking of it well it's also much yeah. better because then it's like one-on-one mm-hmm. you're actually having a conversation and you're not just yelling at them which yeah. it would excite them more and get them more upset blah blah blah, blah, blah. Like, and then people it's are ridiculous. gonna look at you yes exactly you're not making a scene you just take them to the side a little bit, have a little chit chat. That's fine. You're good to go. She'd put mm-hmm. me in timeout, and then she'd explain why I was on timeout. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I would do like a tantrum on the side of the store, she didn't yell at me. She just like kind of like went around the corner of the aisle, uh-huh, and like freak I, you out. Yeah, yeah. And I would think she left. She didn't. She was watching. <laughs> but she would go around. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, so there's my life tip number two: don't yell at your kids. Just lean in close and whisper. <laughs> Yeah. One, it's scarier for them. Two, it's a lot better for other people because mm-hmm. it's not so awkward. There you go. All right. Um, so, fun fact. Um, I don't remember. I think we were, my mom and I were watching something or we were listening to something. Um, and then this was mentioned. Um, but that uh, freaking Chuck Berry is from Missouri. What? Yeah. His... Um, and whatever, there's some Hall of Fame or something where he has his, um, like, car and it still has Missouri tags on it. Yeah. That's insane. And, like, Missouri license. Uh, so, Chuck Berry, uh, birth name, Charles Edward Anderson Berry. <laughs> That's just fun. Oh, That's fun to say. Uh, was born on October uh, 18th, 1926 in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, and then he died, which he, I forget. I remember hearing that he died last year, but... He died last year, uh, March 18th, 2017, at the age of 90 in Wentzville, Missouri. So he stayed in Missouri. This is another one that I didn't know stayed in Missouri, like the one that we talked about at the live show, that I talked about at the live show. What? I remember the Brown versus Board of Education. We'll yeah. talk about uh-huh. it again because it wasn't really my fact. Yeah. Know, listen. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. So he stayed in That's Missouri. That's like toured and of course and if you don't know who chuck berry is oh, god. oh my god what the fuck? i can't even like i have a chuck berry cd in my car right now chuck um, berry, man. if you don't know though he was the american singer songwriter musician and one of the pioneers of rock and roll music of his time and he would do his like little duck walk thing with his guitar um but sometimes though uh like if you watch like cadillac records that movie mm-hmm. um which was very good and i recommend you watching uh but he sometimes like couldn't even get into the venues because they were like no chuck berry's white and he's like no i'm right here <laughs> and they're like no you no you're not getting in i was like jesus he's like, but, oh, all right <laughs> um yeah and then the other things he's very interesting 
person as well. But yeah, just truck bears, a Missourian. Hmm. That's crazy. Look at that. I really didn't know that. That's insane. I know. Yeah. I feel like there's a whole, I don't know, maybe we should just look up a whole list of like celebrities who are actually from Kansas or Missouri. I know. And be like, whoa. Yeah, some <laughs> are just like, what? <laughs> yeah. We'll do those. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yay. We did it. We did it. Another did another episode. Another episode down. And that's Casey. Casey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Don't forget you can listen to That's Casey on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If we are not on your favorite podcast directory, let us know. You can chat with us on the Twitter or Instagram at That's Casey Pod and Facebook at That's Casey. If you'd like to help keep the local liquor, food, and this podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon. If you have suggestions for local Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, intro music is provided by Brian Lawson. Okay, bye!